Today we're taking a little trip to Jesus Camp. What's up, non-believers, doubters, and skeptics? Welcome back to Jesus Unfollower, the podcast. I'm Kevin Crow. I am your host. And I recently watched, for the first time, Jesus Camp. And this movie has been out for a long time. And it's one of those that I always heard people talking about, but I never watched it myself. And I recently did, and let me tell you, it reminded me a lot of the church that I used to go to. So we're going to get into that and a lot more after this word from our sponsor. Just kidding, I don't have any sponsors. Let's get right into the episode. It starts off at this church, and there's pretty much, it pretty much looks the exact same as the church I used to go to, too, even down to like the green carpet. But these kids are in the, doing this drama in front of the church with their painted faces and black shirts to this like really emotional type of song and that reminds me so much of like our drama drama team back in church it's like they would they would bring all the kids to the front of the church and everybody would just um like they would put on this play or or drama or dance interpretive dance whatever and like everybody in the church starts shouting and stuff because the song itself like elicits all of these emotions and feelings from the congregation and so when those start formulating, then the other members of the congregation feed off of it too. So it just becomes this big like concert for Jesus and and uh, worship service and I don't know. It it, it just it's kind of triggering to watch this because it just brings so much of that back. There's a lady, and I'm not sure what her actual name is, but I'm gonna call her Supreme Leader Karen. Because that's kind of what she looks like. But she uh, she's like the head of this whole thing. This whole church camp thing for kids. And she starts talking about this, like these books that they have that have instructions in the back for how kids can witness to their friends. Like how to start a dialogue. How to, to start talking to your friends. And I just, I'm thinking about like when I was in school, and obviously I'm, I was older than these kids in, in this documentary, but just thinking about how I lost a friend of mine because I felt this obligation to witness to him. And he was one of my best friends, but he listened to music that I felt like God wouldn't approve of. And so I told him like that he's making idols out of his uh, his favorite bands. And this drove like a major wedge in between us. And we kind of stopped being friends, and we haven't been friends since. I mean, we're still Facebook friends, but I'm Facebook friends with a lot of people I don't like, so I don't think that really even counts. So it just sucks to see, especially at such a young age, these kids being told, like, hey, this is how you talk to your friends about God. This lady is doing a lot more damage than she realizes. She's putting all kinds of pressure on the kids. Like, 
talking about how the parents haven't held up their end of the deal. Like your your parents are just uh, you know sitting at home vegging out, not not doing what God wants them to do, and you got to change things. So automatically, I mean, she's putting all this pressure on these children to change the world, and she starts comparing Christianity to Islam and how the Muslim kids are being, how dedicated they are from from such an early age, like age five. And and we need to be the same. We need, Christians need to be able to to you know start at an early age and carry out the word of God. And then she instructs all of these kids to start singing, praying, whatever in tongues. So she's like, yeah, if you don't open your mouth, then the Holy Spirit can't come out. So you have this whole room of like fifty to a hundred kids. I'm not sure how many, and they all start speaking in tongues. And, and weirdly, Karen watches the replay. Like she's got the document, the film crew in the office with her, and she's like watching this one girl who is speaking in tongues. Like, it, like she's doing some sort of uh, film study as a football coach or something. And she's like, look at how focused she is right here. You know, she's focused on God. And so she's not talking crazy, she's speaking in tongues. So it makes me wonder, like, I think this was from 2006, I believe. So it just makes me wonder what are these what do these kids think about this now when they look back? And actually, I'm going to look that up here in a little bit and see what I can find on the kids who were involved in this and what they're doing now. But this lady, she's like boasting and saying, "Yeah, I could just go to a playground and and I could talk to these kids and I could have them believing in Jesus in no time and have them seeing visions and just craziness. The next scene cuts to this kid who is in his living room watching a, a movie or a TV show where this guy is talking about uh, he's debunking evolution and like it's this hilarious thing that evolution is so stupid. The guy on on the on the movies laughing the kids laughing and of course we find out that the kid is homeschooled big surprise Look, there's nothing wrong um, necessarily with homeschooling but most of the time it's like these people who want their kids to live in a bubble so it shows the mom and she's going over the lessons with the kid and she's like that she talks about global warming and how it's not real she's like right? It's not really a big problem now, is it? Because the kid's like, oh, well, the earth is only heated up a little bit. And she's like, yeah, it's a political issue. So she talks about why she homeschools the kid. And like, she's like, well, I don't want to make, I don't want to subject him to the things that they're teaching in school. Like, what if a a teacher is going to say creationism is stupid? So that's the whole thing. Like it, it's like painting school teachers in this light where they're just they all hate God or something, and that's just not even the truth. And she's like, and so right, creationism is the only possible answer. It's the only possible. She said it's the only possible answer. It's the only way that we could be here. Creationism is the only possible answer. And what else did we learn? Science doesn't prove anything. That's right. That's right. There's just so much irony in the mom not wanting her kid to be brainwashed by sending him to public school. I mean, and she doesn't realize that she's doing the exact same thing 
by keeping him home and indoctrinating his ass with all this nonsense. The only person who makes sense in this whole documentary is this radio host that it cuts to a couple times. And he's just talking about how um, global warming is real, evolution is real, and that there's only this like 25% of the U.S. identifies as evangelicals. And they're the ones who are so radical and like pushing their agendas to try to get things changed in Congress and keep God and like and and fuse the se- uh, church and state together and not keep them separate. And it only shows him this dude a couple times in the whole thing because the focus is like on on all the crazies, and rightfully so. So they go to a bowling alley. The uh, the kid some of the kids do with some of the adults. And it's it's pretty heartbreaking. Um, it's like these kids can't even just be normal kids and just have fun. There's always got to be God in everything and over everything. So this little girl, she is going to bowl and she stops and she prays over the bowling ball and like demands that the, the bowling ball hit the pins in Jesus' name. And then she goes over to this um, other lane where this lady is sitting and she's goes up to her and starts witnessing to her this girl is probably like seven years old eight or something like that and she's like god is telling me that you know he's he wants to do things in your life and you can tell this little girl is just scared to death but she feels like this is something that she has to do she's fucking terrified and then she gets she gets done with that goes back over to her own lane where the adults are, and this one dork is like, There you go, Sarah, way to be obedient. There you the Lord really the Lord spoke something on your heart. A way to be obedient and, and follow through with what he said. And I'm just like, God, these people, man. And she's like then it does like a cut to her just talking to the camera and she's saying like in the future, maybe she wants to do nails or something, like work at a nail salon so she can have one, this one-on-one time to witness to people. And It's sweet, but it's also just heartbreaking. I just keep thinking the word heartbreaking when I see that girl and just how much she's been indoctrinated. She talks about how she's been teased in school several times, but that, you know, she knows that God is, is doing the work through her, so... Um, you know, it helps her to stay strong, but it's like all of this could be avoided, <laughs> you know, if she wasn't taught all of these things. The next girl that it cuts to is dancing in her room to some Christian rock music, which she calls Christian metal. And she's having a grand old time. And then she starts going into about how People like Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan, which that shows you how old this documentary is. Their songs are all about the world and boys. And she said that she doesn't really think that that's right. And she said that she said, when I dance, I hope that people know that I'm dancing for God. But I think people will notice if I'm dancing for the flesh. And it's just to me, it's really sad to think about these just little girls who can't even just have fun without thinking that they're sinning or doing something wrong. It's, it really breaks my heart. 
Um, and then she joins her family at dinner, and they all sing the Pledge of Allegiance to the Christian flag. What is happening? I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and Jesus Christ and all this stuff. And you think that's bad? Right afterward, they pledge allegiance to the Bible. All right, cool. It makes a lot of sense. Pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Bible. It just it kind of reminds me of my ex-wife's family a little bit. Uh, just the way that the mom is, like real super protective and oh, don't don't have any fun, children. We don't want to be like the world. All right, now it's time for the show. All the kids are packing up their suitcases. They're getting ready to go to this church camp called Kids on Fire. So we see the church, and we got Super Karen and all her little minions, and they're walking around the church, and they're praying over the seats, like walking up and down each row, laying their hands on the seats. You know, God protect these people, bring your anointing, yada, yada. And I would say that's fucking crazy, and it is, but I have literally done that before. I've done the same thing. People in my church used to do the same thing, and maybe yours did too, where we would like call for God's anointing, pray over the seats, and it's like, you know, this this protection she starts uh, praying over the seats, praying over the video production. Microsoft PowerPoint. You will work. Devil, you will not interfere with PowerPoint and the video production in Jesus' name. Then she goes to the bathroom and she puts about five gallons of hairspray on. And then it's time for the service to start. And they start off with the who's in the house? JC, who's in the house? JC, corny song. And she, Super Karen grabs this little lion stuffed animal and she's talking, she's comparing it to sin and saying that sin is kind of cute like this little baby lion. But it's also designed to destroy you kids. And if you you feed this sin for long enough, then it's going to eat you whole. I mean, it's not the worst analogy, but it's a little, it's a little much. Now I have a question. Do any of you kids watch Harry Potter? Warlocks are enemies of God. Harry Potter would have been put to death in the Old Testament. This is what she says. And it reminds me of my old church. Here we are again, same place. Where one time we were helping these older ladies move or we were helping them do something. And we got I got stuck in this conversation about Harry Potter. And she was talking about how evil it is and how the incantations are real. And it's real wizardry. And uh, that it was just evil of the devil. And so, yeah, watching this uh, Jesus camp reminded me of that moment in time. Then she starts talking about um, God speaking to me right now. I guess toward the end of the service, God is speaking to me and he's telling me that some of you are hypocrites. Some of you act one way at church and another way at school. 
aka literally fucking everyone who has ever been a kid and gone to school and church. So, of course, all these kids are like, oh, God, I'm a, I'm a piece of shit. She's talking about me. I'm a worthless piece of shit. And so they all go up to the altar, and she starts pouring bottled water on their hands, completely normal, to cleanse them. There's this one kid who questions his beliefs. <laughs> he says, I've just had a hard time doing it. To believe in God is really hard because you don't see him, you don't hear him. Sometimes I don't believe what the Bible says. All the kids and adults are looking at each other like, oh my God. But he's like the most sincere kid there. And just saying like, I don't know about all this shit. And you can see it's just tormenting him. He just feels like he's less than everybody else because he doesn't believe this stuff that he can't see. It's really, it really sucks. After the service, all the boys are in their cabin. They got flashlights and they're playing around. And they start telling ghost stories. And one of the dork adults comes in again. Now, I don't really know that these ghost stories honor God. We need to be talking about things that uplift God. They're children, bro. We... Have fun. Kids have fun. Kids tell ghost stories. This is normal shit. Not to this guy. Not to Ned Flanders, who walks in there and just, uh, I don't believe that ghost stories are really honoring God. I bet you told him when you were a kid, didn't you, Ned? But now, you're a fucking adult who has his pants up to his belly button, and you like to tell other people what to do. So it cuts back to Bowling Alley Girl the little girl who witnessed at the bowling alley, and she's talking about boring churches, how God doesn't like boring churches, that, you know, that where people just sit around and they don't jump and stuff. She says, yeah, God likes to visit the churches where people are yelling hallelujah and screaming his name and dancing. And That's kind of what we were taught to in Pentecostal church, like make a joyful noise into the Lord, you know. Not just just sit around and and be boring that God wants to hear his praises. Then comes one of the stars of the show, the little kid with the rat tail, the kid preacher wearing the Jesus peanut butter cup shirt. Well, it's Jesus. It says Jesus, King of Kings, but it looks like a Reese's peanut butter cups shirt. And he is gonna preach at this camp. He's probably nine, nine or ten. He says, I don't write the sermon. God writes the sermon. Sometimes I can feel him in my arm. Yeah, I'm not so sure, kid. Not so sure. I think indoctrination is writing that sermon. It's like I wish I could make fun of this more than I can. I mean, I'm guilty of being in this world. I used to do these same things. Pray over the seats. Fall out in the spirit lay hands on people and probably a lot of you did the same you know she's she's up there in the pulpit yelling this means war take these prophecies and make war with them so it's just turning these kids against all of what could be their potential friends at school because they are making enemies out of them and then my favorite part of Jesus Camp, 
is when they bring out the cardboard cutout of President George W. Bush. And they all lay hands on him and they start praying for this cardboard cutout to lead the nation. I guess it's some sort of vessel that can actually reach the president himself. To wrap up the, the documentary, they go to this church in Colorado and the pastor is none other than Ted Haggard. And he's talking about homosexuality and how it's a sin. Do you know who Ted Haggard is? If you don't, let me enlighten you. About less than a year after this documentary came out, he got busted for male prostitute for hooking up with a male prostitute and doing crystal meth. It's always the loud chirpers who have so many skeletons in their closet, it seems, huh? And that wraps up Jesus Camp. I can't believe I didn't see this movie for so long. And I can't believe, I mean, it still, it really did surprise me and shock me a little bit. But I'm sure it would be a lot more shocking to someone who had never been to church, especially never been to a Pentecostal church or or any any kind of church like that. Because if you're not in this world of of the Holy Spirit-filled Pentecostal crazy churches, then it's probably pretty foreign to you and definitely shocking, especially if you're not a Christian at all or never were. Like, holy shit, what is going on? I want to do a lot more of these um, movie reviews. These are fun. I like I like watching these Christian movies and kind of dissecting them, talking about them, making fun of them. And let me know what you think. If you've seen Jesus Camp, or if you haven't, watch it. It's uh, You can watch it for free on Vimeo. Just search for uh, Jesus Camp full movie on Google and you'll find it. Um, but... <laughs> Watch it. Let me know what you think. I I guess you've kind of got the gist of it from this podcast, but I'd like to hear from you what you think about it. Hit me up at Jesus Unfollower on everything. Check out my Patreon, patreon.com slash Jesus Unfollower. You can get every podcast episode a week early and check out some videos and stuff that I'm putting out only over on Patreon. Also, remember, I do, I send out a weekly email just go to jesusunfollower.com slash subscribe if you want to join that. It's just like links to articles that I'm reading, videos that I'm watching and stuff kind of summed up and my thoughts on each one. I call it Unfollower's Digest. Check that out if you would. And until next time, let logic and reason guide the way. Peace out. <laughs>